Hi guys, welcome to a midday episode of Mavs Party. I was having kind of a slow day at work and I just wanted to uh, hang out with some people and actually talk basketball instead of do the things I need to do for, for a living. Uh, for those of you who are only kind of casually paying attention, uh, Eurobasket starts, might start today, but the Slovenian team doesn't play until tomorrow, and then they play a lot of basketball in a row. It looks like mid-November for, for Luka, where they start uh, September 1st versus Lithuania, September 3rd versus Hungary, uh, September 4th versus Bosnia, September 6th versus Germany, where they can hopefully get their revenge, since September 7th uh, versus France. So these games... I don't think they're on ESPN Plus, though that would be nice uh, if if that was the case. But there is a um, streaming service called Courtside 1891. Uh, I will post the link. It's Courtside, then the numbers 891.basketball. And it is kind of a, a stream. It's a streaming service. It's actually like a good streaming service. So if you want to watch this, it's basically going to be basketball all day long. Um, and you can watch pretty it's like pretty reasonably priced i think um and is is worth your time uh and then Bray, uh, brandon and coops just noted that yes uh espn posted they they will be sharing this on their streaming service which is delightful um slim reaper asks you know when is the first game it is tomorrow morning at about 10 o'clock central time and they just play then uh, all these games are actually really uh, really nice times if you want to avoid work, um, which is, you know, kind of my goal, particularly uh, right before Labor Day weekend. So there's there's an opportunity to really watch some exciting basketball. It's, you know, I was talking with uh, my man, Matei, wonder if he's hopped in here on, we, we did a show, I uh, posted on Tuesday where he kind of walked me through, you know, how they got here and what to expect. And one of the, the em- things to em- that he emphasized and, I think as we're talking about, again, it's just the crowds in these games are unlike anything we get in the United States. It's just that simple. Um, it might, it, the closest you get is, you know, uh, special games. Uh, pl- a few playoff games reach this kind of fervor. There's just a lot less um, sideshow stuff in these games. And, and it's it's going to be it's going to be fun. Um, I'm, I plan to have the game on. I'm going to have to, uh, you know, I work from home. I'm going to see if I can commandeer the downstairs from, um, from my, from my wife. Holden says, what would happen if people snuck flares into an NBA game? (laughs) I mean, it's, it's really worth something, but yeah, I just wanted to, um, hang out here and talk to you guys, see if there's, uh, any questions, any topics to discuss. I mean, this is really going to get us, pull us through right up until, um, training camp because if if Slovenia advances and they have kind of a they're a pretty tough group if Slovenia advances and plays all the way through it goes right up until September 21st and then I think Mavs media day is the yes it's Monday the 26th which means training camp would start on Tuesday the 27th um so that's that's sort of what's going on Bobby notes that Luca did not give an f about that Germany game so I love this because they needed to win that game because it was a World Cup qualifier game. Now their hands are sort of – because of the way FIBA rules work, NBA players in particular can only play a certain number of games per, and be with their national team a certain number of days per year, I think it is. 
And it's one of these deals where the because of COVID and trying to squeeze in qualifier stuff and get back to the schedule that these guys have mapped out for years, they jammed a lot of stuff in. And I think World Cup qualifiers might happen kind of a, at this schedule anyways, where it's not always possible for teams to have all their players. But the Slovenian team might be missing their top six guys the next time they play a qualifier, which is absolutely nuts. Um, and it means that the group that they're in, I want to say they have to play Israel. Like the, there's Israel, Sweden. Who else is in their group? But losing that game was, partic- was particularly bad. There is a chance that they don't make the top three teams advance. So there's still a chance for them, but it's it's very, very difficult um, for for Slovenia to advance the World Cup. So them losing that game was actually pretty bad. Uh, there were some Reddit and some other things we're talking about, just like it seemed like the team might have been having a little bit too good of a time the night before the game, and I think it was uh, an earlier in the afternoon game. Um, Coops notes that Slovenia is really lucky that Israel lost because if Israel had won, Slovenia would have been in serious jeopardy of absolutely missing the entire World Cup, which is which is true. Um, but you know, it's it's funny. There was Kelly Kaplan uh, put out into the universe a wonderful video of Goran Dragic uh, talking about um, Dirk Nowitzki's retirement of uh, retirement of his jersey, which is happening for FIBA. Um, Matej talked about this, and I guess I don't really entirely understand this. I'm mean, gonna maybe need to get some 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 European fans to come up here and talk about this. I is it seems to me that Dirk has got to be one of the most like highly decorated and respected like FIBA international competitors. Is that out of the realm? Would love for someone to tell me if I'm wrong there because you know he's, he's this FIBA ambassador. He seems to be having a great time being about town. Um. And enjoying, you know, just being kind of that ambassador position. He was also it for the NBA Top 75, which is really fun. And I've really liked uh, people seeing, you know, the lighter side of Dirk. Um, but Goran was uh, talking about it during his media session. And he says, I, I've, I've had many, many battles against him, him being Dirk Nowitzki. Unfortunately, most of those we lost. Uh, he also said that uh, Dirk and, and him, meaning Goran, have gotten closer because of Dirk's relationship with Luca. And that isn't going to send me over the edge into the abyss screaming, I promise. Um, but yeah, trying to think if there's really anything else sort of Mavs related. You know, if you've been on social media, you've been on um, Reddit or Twitter, we're kind of getting to the point to where uh, people are ready for, for real basketball news because... Uh, the proposed trades and things that are out there. Um, Lauren Gunn had one out that was like a three-team complex one that I got a kick out of reading. There's, there's just, it's like people are really sort of losing, uh, losing patience with the the dullness of the off season. Um, so that's sort of where we are. Uh, you know, my guy Jordan Brodess had a five game uh, or a five games to, that that. Uh, he thinks we should all be circling on our calendar. If you want to talk about any calendar-related stuff, would love to hear that. Um, he's he's got the Orlando Magic game circled on his calendar. Home game versus the Phoenix Suns. Well, these are all home games, duh. Uh, the return of Jalen Brunson on December 27th. Uh, the tw- the New York uh, the Washington Wizards visiting on 24th. Uh, it's a shame that um, Kristaps Porzingis and uh, La- uh, Latvia did not make the. Um, did not make the Eurobasket because I, I would have loved to have seen like evil KP beard. He he just he's just embraced the final form. He also looked fantastic, really really fantastic playing overseas. Um, and then February thirteenth against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, so 
yeah. What's going on with you guys? Tell me. What are we thinking? Are there any Mavs items um, that we need to, you know, pay attention to? Because I'm sort of, sort of lost. I've been trying to, you know, churn out some some shows with friends of mine around the league, but you know, it's it's even then, it's you know, what do we really, what do we really got to uh, to discuss? I saw Tim McMahon was uh, he's over in Slovenia because he's uh, putting together, starting to put together a book from um see here from like basically about Luka Doncic and then the Mavericks and like the you know what it's like taking on a a superstar and trying to build a contender which is interesting for me um yeah does anyone know if Timmy is fully healthy that's a good question Grayson I have to assume yes because there was enough talk at the end of the season that he had like an outside chance of coming back but with feet stuff they're really really careful about it Blood flow is difficult with feet. Um, if any of you out there have had foot problems, you'll know what I'm talking about because it's just a bear in terms of recovery. And so I think they're probably pretty pretty worried about that. You know, Ethan points out um, that if the Mavs made the finals, uh, Tim said he might have come back. And then Holden asks in the chat, uh, when are you going to travel to Slovenia like those Nuggets fans who went to Serbia? See that? So Adam Mares of DNVR, the All Cities Network, uh, did like a seven-day trip to Serbia where they're doing like a documentary on um, on Jokic, but they didn't actually get to talk to Jokic. They got to talk to his agent and spend a lot of time around the city. I think he was on two different uh, Serbian morning shows. He was They were in the newspaper. Like it was a very interesting thing. You know, Tim went last. Tim Cato went to uh, Slovenia a couple of years ago, um, just sort of man about town type stuff. That's one of his more interesting stories uh, that you know isn't you know directly basketball focused. That's up on the Athletic that I liked, and you know I'm going to be interested to see what what Tim McMahon writes because you know I don't know if I've ever read anything from Tim longer than a couple hundred words. Um, he's obviously a heck of a reporter, so so I'm looking forward to seeing what he can put together um, with with the foot. Uh, Jacob notes in the chat, just, just talking about how his own personal feet injury, um, and it's, it's a bit of a bear. Uh, Harold says it looks like Luca gained more pounds again. I think, see, and, that, and, and, and Harold, that goes back to the theory you and I've talked about a while where it's just like, whenever that man like drinks some carbs, uh, and you guys get my drift, if he has any beers, he just has bloat. Tony Romo had this problem too. Like Romo did not look like a professional athlete a lot of the time. It's, it's pretty good. Um, oh, yeah, Dalton notes that uh, Dalton Trigg of DallasBasketball.com hanging out in the chat notes that he has a piece up on uh, Dallas Basketball this morning showing Timmy uh, actually playing basketball and that he looks good. Yeah, Tim is is probably like like he, he's an Instagram athlete before Instagram. Like he just he's such like a handsome guy and a fluid athlete. He probably makes really, really fantastic, um, really, really fantastic like like videos and if, if imagine if he had Willie Cauley Stein's videographer. God, do you remember that ship, guys? We were dealing with that at this point last year, where there's like Willie Cauley Stein doing spin moves and taking three point jumpers. Um, uh, <laughs> and you know, it was funny. There was a German newspaper that said, you know, the night before um, the Germany uh, Slovenia World Cup game, Luca was kind of off to the side during the revelry, playing cards and drinking a Coke. Um, to which half the chat is is laughing about how uh, at least he replaced the beer with a Coke. And, you know, I'd, I'd be curious, like, which one is actually worse for you? Um, 
And, and you know, I, I do think it's worth noting that the next, because they're going to be playing so much basketball the next several days, like Luca's going to come into camp so much better shape. It's just that now, whether he's in the shape you want him to be in, it's a different story. It's the, it's kind of a speed, you know, everybody has their own personal standards for Luca that we wanted to meet. But, you know, now that we kind of have it on record that Luca was well north of 260 at camp last year, he's probably going to be coming into camp somewhere in the in the high 230s to low 240s. And that's where he should play. I mean, he is a bigger, stronger guy. Um, and that's just going to be the, the nature of how he plays. And if he's in good shape, then the Mavericks are going to get off to a good start. Um, there's just no other... When Luca plays basketball, the Mavericks win games. And when Luca plays basketball in good shape, the Mavericks win a lot of games. Uh, their schedule to start the year is kind of brutal. Uh, they need to make it through kind of November playing 500. And then December, January, at least on paper right now, look a little more reasonable. I mean, the simple fact is, and I've, I figured this out through talking to a lot of my friends um, out there in the Western Conference as I've been doing these kind of one-off podcasts, um, is that there are going to be a lot of really uh, hyped up teams in the West. I, I spent some time talking to my friend Danny Morang the other night, who is a Blazers guy, and we walked through their roster, and they've really completely and totally reshaped their roster. So for as much as I think the Blazers are going to suck, and I do, they're going to be competitive in a way that they simply weren't last year. Um, the Wolves are going to be probably the most annoying team in the regular season. Just It's just going to be so maddening. Um, hey, I got a question. 808, what's up, friend? How you doing? Hey, man, how's it going? I'm just talking to myself. Just a normal day. <laughs> right? Um, I had a question. I know sure. I know it's, you know, it's the end of August, going to September, and I know the PTSD is strong. Mm. But like, are we really talking about Luca's weight right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, this is, like, the, it. it'll be a thing till the end of his days. It's just something I've kind of... Coming, coming to, to come to make peace with, you know, I fully think, and you may not remember this, but the first big mainstream piece on the, on, on the Mavericks, uh, I'm sorry, on Luca to hit ESPN was when Mina Kimes went and did a draft profile of him. And she had this like line about how he ordered like double nachos and how, um, and just sort of what happened with that, like, and and that people like latched on to that. It was double nachos at a hard rock. I remember this. Um, dog, get away! One dog threw up, and the other dog is chasing it. So this is just how I live my days. So and you know th- that's actually like that conversation happens in the middle of the regular season. So it's it's just sort of something I've learned to live with. And Luke is one of these athletes who it just shows up. I mean, he, his body type looks different depending on what he did the day before. I still remember a game in Memphis, um, tail end of the season before last, where Luca played the whole game hungover red-faced. Does anyone else remember this one? It was like a game in Memphis, and then I get notifications from people the next day that the Mavs had shut down a bar the night before. So, you know, it's just part of the deal. Yeah, I actually vaguely remember that story because I thought, like, is he okay? Like, is, is he like is he healthy? <laughs> like, yeah. why does his face look like he's just like shocked the entire Hawks game? Fans, Hawks fans gave it a name. It's like Pink Face Luca, and they they say it's because he gets mad, which is also true. But I think it has more to do with kind of his his physical, you know, his physical place. Someone in the comments said it was me sweat. 
Sure. Meat sweats. Good, good. Meat sweats is a real thing too. Those those of us who are who are who are bigger gentlemen like you and myself, it, meat sweats is real out here in these in in the heat. Listen, man. If I'm eating ribs, I'm sweating. I'm sorry. It's just... Right. No, it's like that's part of the process is sweating. Just happy. It's just you were just not professional basketball players, so. No, not very far from it, but I can't wait for see the season to come on, man, because the dog days of summer are just lasting too long. And if I see one more goddamn trade scenario, oh yeah, like hashtag credentialed, you know, let me stop. Well, but that's that's why we got this shit tomorrow that starts, and it's just going to be games. I mean, check out the yearly schedule. That it feels like the NCAA it tournament, does, doesn't like it? the opening days of the tournament. <laughs> I'm, I am, except the basketball will be good. No offense to to our, our college basketball fans out there. Yeah, they, all the NIT fans. Yes, that's right. Yeah, but I don't have anything else to say. That's pretty much it. Thank you for having me on, bro. I know. I'm happy to have you up. Talk soon. All right. all right. Coming up next, then, my man, Harold. Hey, Harold, what's up? Hey, Kirk, how are you? I'm okay. Out here, uh, it's actually a very nice day here in North Texas. I mean, <laughs> relative to August. That's good. Yeah, I just got done playing basketball for an hour and a half for the first time in probably like 15 years, and I'm really exhausted, but I'm super happy because it's a good Ibuprofen, stretch, stretch, <laughs> drink some yeah. water. You sound, yep. you sound pretty good for having just played 90 minutes of ball. Well, I got done about an hour ago, so I'm 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 pretty recovered by now, I think. So. So what um, are we thinking? Well, you know, I wasn't <laughs> gonna like chime in but i i just uh, and i hate to be controversial but um you know i just i really get frustrated at fans who defend their hero to to the last no matter what um he can you know put on 20 pounds 30 pounds when he came in last year and he was 260 people were like what are you talking about the guys putting up 27 you know 8 and, and 7 or whatever I mean, you know, what what do you expect from this guy? He is he's only 22 years old. He's unbelievable. Look at his numbers. Well, my thing is, and as and I love Luca, but I've never seen anyone be as unstoppable as he was. And I mean that. I'm talking. (laughs) What's that? While being out of shape. Well, no, he he um, and and you you said it before too. You know, when he's really out of shape, he has a lot of trouble getting by people. He he does. He has more trouble at least getting by people. He still gets by people, and he's still an all star. Um, you know, and we still love Luca. But you know, you've said it before too about him in the bubble and him at the start of that same season when he when he was twenty to twenty one, right then and there, hit he was unbelievable the only thing was that his three-pointers weren't going down quite as well but we expected that to come with time and now he's compensated for being a little slower by hitting his three-pointers at a higher rate but why can't we have both you know why can't we have an in-shape Luca who can slash like he did against the Clippers we saw I mean Paul George and, and Kawhi and all those guys were helpless against him why can't we have that guy while still shooting the three-pointers the way he is now because he's developed? I, I want – and I'm telling you, I've, I've said it to my family that year. I'm like, if this guy can develop a three-pointer, he could be the greatest basketball player ever. And I, I get frustrated with people who are like, he's unbelievable. Yeah, I know he's unbelievable at 250. 
he really is. But why can't he get to, to 230? And, that, and that's the thing, you know, I'm just kind of responding to the last sure. gentleman. Um, we, we, we gotta, we gotta like expect more maturity out of him. He, he's, he acts very immature. Sorry, that was me dumping water out. Um, the, the challenging part is, is, is figure, you know, I, some of this has to do with like the, the, this, it's both age and it's also COVID in the schedule. And so it's like, I think by the time 2024 rolls around, we kind of as a fan base, Mavs fans, so not Slovenian fans, those Slovenian fans are probably the ones who pointed this out to me. Luke is going to have played basketball for the better part of like four and a half straight years because he doesn't really get a break next year. Um, they go straight to, particularly if, if they if they make World Cup stuff. And then after that, 2024 Olympics. So it's like there's just going to be basketball, basketball, basketball for these guys. And so, you know, he he seems to have – he's been honest about it because he talked to Kelly Kaplan last, I don't know, February. We are just talking about how he knows he has to eat better. Um, and I think the rest of this stuff comes with time. I mean, I know it's probably not coming at the rate that we want, but he looks so good by the end of last year, and he really – he really looked good in these 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 games, and I'm not sure, you know I the, it, putting a limit on him seems impossible. So we're we're we really have a lot to look forward to. Yeah, it's very exciting. I mean, I, I keep hoping if he can just get, you know, I, for me, I think if he just loses ten pounds, I really believe nothing can stop us, and we won't have to be talking about the Mavericks settling for fifty wins. I. I I really believe. Yeah. Yeah. I really believe that. I'm telling you. And what I'm concerned because the last game I saw him, I mean, it it is like, you're right. It's like a daily thing with him. He can, one game, he could look like, dude, I think he lost like three pounds. The next game he comes in, I think he just gained three pounds. It's really weird. I I have this problem. I went to Vegas. I went to Vegas a couple weeks ago with some friends and came back and I looked in the mirror and I'm like, I was there for two days. Yeah. Like what? I look completely different. What happened? <laughs> yeah, man. And and some people are just more susceptible to that. You know, I, I ain't going to get into all diet and stuff, but uh, I, I, I um, there is this thing about inflammation and in, in some people it's more than others. And hey, the, the guy is built different. I mean, you've seen how thick his legs are. He looks like no other. His legs powerful are powerful. Legs. Yeah. He's built like, different. There's no, is, there's no doubt of that. Probably like. There's LeBron, obviously, but like in terms of just like pound for pound strength, there's like him, uh, James Harden, who doesn't get enough credit for it because he's James Harden. Um, LeBron, uh, probably Kawhi and and Giannis, and it's like that's sort of the extent of of these super powerful guys, because it's just like what Luca does with his like slow like stop start slow down and then the ability to sort of hold guys at bay off the hip. I mean, it's just it's it's almost underrated at this point because he just does it so casually. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I'll sound crazy, but if Luke is in shape, I'm thinking upper 50s wins, possibly 60 if he's in True. shape. And and for me, he's not in shape right now. Right now, the way he is, we'll win like 52, 53 games again. But you know, I know a lot of people are not thinking that. But uh, well, thanks we'll for see. hanging out, Harold. My pleasure. Take care. Talk soon. All right, we got anybody else hanging out? Hey, it's my guy. Algis, how you doing? 
Hello, Kirk. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Thanks for joining us. Okay, thank you for having me. Hello to everybody. My first time on your Spotify live. Usually it's... Usually it's middle of the night. You can't join. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's nice to have a Eurobasket Spotify live in hours that we can actually participate. That's right. Um, and I may have to do them if, uh, if, if, because all these daytime games, I mean, it's great. Super yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, it, but uh, if I know correctly, the games for you will be what in the morning or like like kind of morning to lunchtime yeah. is what yeah. the early ones look like. During the lunch pause, you will have to watch Eurobasket and Luca. <laughs> I'm okay with this. So okay, yeah, it's probably there are worse uh, uh, things to do during lunchtime than this. Well, as I wrote in the chat, uh, I'm trying to 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 get a hold of of, uh, of Lucas' shape during the whole summer, because now when he plays for the national team, it's really the the uh, only opportunity that I can see him live. And in June, uh, when uh, they played uh, Serbia, if you remember, in the no Serbia Croatia in the World Cup qualifiers at the end of June, which was what uh, two weeks after the the Western Conference Finals. Right. He really looked in great shape uh, in basketball attire, you know? Yes. <laughs> the whole summer when he's in, in, in street clothes, in, in civilian clothes, so to say, he looks very, very slim, even even alive. But in uh, basketball attire now, uh, now, this I saw him this week when they played uh, against Estonia. He looks like he looked, I don't know, at the end of uh, the last uh, NBA season. So I don't know if this is in shape, Luca, or uh, not in shape, Luca, but I think that the skinny Luca narrative in the beginning of the next NBA season will have to rely on uh, Slovenia's success at the Eurobasket. <laughs> if Slovenia is successful at the Eurobasket, then I think everybody will talk about Skinny Luca. But uh, just judging by his looks, I'm not so sure that uh, in October he will be very skinny. Well, while I have you, how, you know, and you're a biased source, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you feel about the about the Slovenian team right now. You know, in the in the hours before all this kicks off, are you feeling good about their chances? Are you concerned about the the volume of play they have in group stuff? Yes, uh, it's uh, mixed. Um, before the last uh, game, World Cup qualifying game with uh, against Germany, I was uh, 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 more optimistic. Not, uh, I'm not less optimistic now because of the result, because you can always lose to, to Germany uh, in a basketball game, especially Slovenia, because we don't have a very good track record against them. Yes, we beat them at the Olympics, but they were a different team then. But after this game, because uh, of all the stuff that happened during the game and how the Slovenian team looked, I am less optimistic now because it's uh, very important for Slovenia to start off good, the European Eurobasket. So with the win against Lithuania tomorrow, but this will be a very difficult game for several reasons. As you know, Lithuania, they play with Valanciunas and Sabonis. They play together on the court as five and four, and Slovenia has the basket. Yeah, that's very big. And also we beat them, as you know, in the qualifiers for the Olympics last year on their home court. 
and this was the first time since their independence that Lithuania didn't qualify for the Olympic Games. <laughs> so they will be they will be motivated, and also now they also have a better team. They have better shooters around uh, Valanciunas and Sabonis than they did have at that game. Yeah, and so for will be, yeah. For anybody that doesn't remember, that was the game that Sabonis had to watch his father give Luka Doncic yes, a trophy. Yes. That was kind of a that was a te- like like that game. I don't think I don't think a lot of American fans. I mean, probably all the people in this chat yeah. understand because we're basketball diehards. But like that was an incredible win. It it was like if the Mavs would make it to the finals uh, uh, last uh, season and they would beat Boston in Game Seven uh, at Boston, you know, when everything will be ready for a Boston Celtics party and then the Mavs would win. This was how it looked like uh, last year in Lithuania. So they will be highly motivated, and you know, it's the first game of the tournament and so on and so on. So I'm not so optimistic now that I was maybe a week a week ago, but we'll see tomorrow. As as far as we can see from the media coverage, the the atmosphere in the in the team is good and they are very relaxed and so on. But we'll see tomorrow on the on the court, you know, because this is now, as you know very well, a, a very different Slovenia team than it was last year at the Olympics, because the, Goran Dragic returned, and we were all happy that he returned, and uh, it looked for a long period of time that this is a very good thing that he returned, but now when the Eurobasket is approaching, uh, some some cracks have have happened in this uh, uh, fairy tale picture. Well, I, I think there's something to be said for getting punched in the mouth at the right time. You know, obviously you don't want to lose a World mm-hmm. Cup qualifier. But if we're talking about the basketball that's in the immediate future, losing you, – you lose right – you get a wake-up call right before group play, particularly against a great team. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we all know this, those of us those of us that are here. Luka Doncic doesn't tend to have two bad games in a row. Yes, and yes. my understanding is that he, you know, I only watched about half the game. Um, mm-hmm. My understanding is he got a little too chatty with the refs, and then every, you know, everything just kind of went bad. And mm-hmm. I just don't expect him to do that again. You know, we, for as much as we complain about NBA refing, FIBA refing is woo. There is like, like, there's no consistency. Um, yes. And so I, I don't know. I'm. I have no reason to base this off of because I don't know I don't know enough about the Slovenian team other than the fact that I like uh, what the, the American uh, guy with who got a Slovenian passport. Our Toby, guy, Mike Toby. Mike I Toby. love Mike Toby because he played yeah. at the college near me when I used to live in Virginia. Um, yeah. But it's it's it, it, they just seem like they're gonna be a lot of fun to root for because they're. they're I think that the, what was it? There was that FIBA World Ranking that had them like number one a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Like that felt. It's Luke is obviously the best player, but I felt a little premature. Yes, yes, of course. Now they are at two. The, the last rankings before the championship, the FIBA published today. I think they are at number two. Uh, Serbia is number one. And Serbia actually uh, uh, is upgraded four places. <laughs> they were at five. Can you imagine at the last power ranking? Huh. So now they're at one. Yes, yes, this is funny. I don't know how they do this, but they're now at one and Slovenia is at two. But it's interesting, you know, because Mike Toby, yeah, he is, he is a great guy. We call him Miha. He got a Slovenian name, so we call him Miha. 
even Mike Toby, the, uh, the game against Germany, the coach uh, uh, said to him during the timeout that he should uh, finish the, the, the alley-oops, you know, the loves that Luca throws to him. And then Mike said, yes, I try. If I have the legs, I can finish. If I don't have the legs, I cannot finish. <laughs> so, you know, it's just funny because uh, uh, and up until now, it was all, like I said, the fairy tale. You know, Luca throws the ball somewhere near the basket and uh, Toby throws it down. So we'll see. Yes, I agree with you. It's not no time for to, to panic. And actually, just one more uh, uh, thought about the game against Germany. You know, up until now, it was always like uh, Luca kept Slovenia afloat in the first quarter, and then Goran Dragic came into the game with the second uh, unit, and they managed to change the tempo, you know, and uh, to 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 extend the lead of Slovenia. And now in this game against Germany, Goran Dragic had a really bad game, and uh, he 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 didn't he didn't have a good game the whole game. So this changed the whole the whole perfection, I think. So it will be interesting to see tomorrow. Will they uh, start Dragic with Doncic, uh, uh, or they will uh, use this same formula, Dragic coming off the bench? Uh, this will be interesting to see. Well, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. No problem. Thanks for for having me. And uh, go Luca, go Mavs, and of course go Slovenia. Bye. All right, we'll talk soon. Um, that's the first time I've actually talked to my man there. We exchange direct messages all the time. He's written some pieces for Mavs Moneyball. And we're big fans. Um, well, that's kind of all I got for today. I probably should go back to work. It's about 1 o'clock. Nobody tell anybody that I wasn't working, but that's okay. I got up at like 6.30. Uh, dogs are, are like that. Um, let's see. You know, I'm not really sure what's on the schedule for me. I've been trying to, to touch base with friends. I want to get on my guy, Adam Mares from DNVR, to talk about, um, you know, what's going on in Denver Need to talk about the Warriors. I got to find a Clippers guy to hang out with a little bit. Clippers are going to be regular season monsters. Good lord! But uh, you know, we're just gonna you know play it by ear. Maybe if these Slovenia games are fun, I'll I'll do a, a green room after that, just like we were um, like we've done for the Mavs. But but we'll see. All right, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out on a Wednesday afternoon, and I will talk with you soon.